0: and we are live hello everybody how are you welcome to the what would jeff do show with jeff that is me and the lovely joelle that is hello.
1: the
0: stunningly attractive person who is smart and wonderful and funny thanks next to me who looks well rested after a stay at the beach
1: it Was a nice day
0: we i right know it's i mean it's a nice day at the beach We've got a great show for you today. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. Now, the What Would Jeff Do show is a Q&A show. It is on every uh, Wednesday and Friday. It, uh, historically, at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, we do this show to help people, and we do help people. Now, this is the thing. Most people are going to be asking questions on how do I stop, how do I stop, how do I stop? If they wanted to know how do I train, how do I train, how do I train, we would be talking about a reward based training protocol, but, which is how we train all obedience commands. But as far as stopping unwanted behaviors, as far as stopping unwanted behaviors, that is where the word punishment comes in. Apply a punisher to, to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. People get their panties in a bunch when you use the word punishment because they think it means mean, abusive, harmful. It's just a factual terminology term. That's all it is. It's actually called science if people want to argue that. But we're not going to go down that road because you don't need to. It's just like that's how you do these things. Everything I talk about is typical industry standard. I'm just the person talking about it. Thousands of dog trainers are doing it. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of millions of dog owners are doing it. And um, there is a huge movement out there that makes it look like you never have to tell your dog no, never have to correct your dog, never have to give your dog 50% of the information in order to survive in the real world so it doesn't end up dead. Um, I go on rants once in a while. I'm not angry. I'm passionate. Why am I passionate? Because this industry is one of the most messed up industries that I've ever seen, full of lies, full of unethical people, full of bad business practices, full of horrific customer relations, full of people that don't know how to actually communicate with other humans. And um, I'm trying to make people aware of all of that, which gets me a 50-50 population of people that love and hate me. But I'm not doing this for the people that don't like me. I'm doing this for the people that... That like me, as well as for the people that whose lives that we're saving on a daily basis. I can't imagine not stopping in a want-to behavior with a dog. And for all the people out there that are screaming and yelling that force-free reward-only is all you need, they're they're actually lying to you. They're lying to you like the Liberty King is lying to you. Okay.
1: Who?
0: The liver king. What
1: is that? They're
0: actually called charlatans. Look up the definition of charlatan. That's what they are. They're actually called charlatans. These people. Um so here we go. Let's get right into the questions.
1: Okay, that was quite the intro. Well, C says, "I have a new six-month-old puppy who is growling and barking at every person she sees. What should I do?"
0: See, I think you're new to our world. Welcome. In order, you, that's typical with a six-month-old dog, and it has to be stopped now. A lot of people will tell you that, "Oh my gosh, your dog is highly aggressive," which is a lie, or they'll say your dog will grow out of it, which is also a lie. They'll also tell you to redirect the dog, which is also unethical, and it doesn't work. It might work in the moment. But if you really think about it logically, when my dog, your dog exhibits an unwanted behavior and you redirect it with, say, food, or you redirect it with an obedience command and then give it a reward, you are actually increasing the growling, barking, which will eventually be lunging. Think about it logically. Don't think about it like I want everybody to start using common sense actually eventually want you to stop listening to me and I want you to stop listening to everybody else and I want you to use common sense. If I exhibit an unwanted behavior and the person tells me to sit down in a chair and then they hand me $5, what do you think the sequence is going to look like? Sit down in bad behavior, sit down in a chair, $5. So that's also a lie. You need to apply a punisher. So you need to know how to actually apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. If you have a leash with a prong collar, you would say no, firm leash pop. This is the first sign the dog is growling or about to growl. It's that look, the loading look. You would say no, and you would bonk the dog. If you don't know what a bonker is, it's a wrapped up cotton towel. You would say no, and you use a remote power to correct the dog. This historically can be stopped in one session. Now you're going to have people that say because you did it quick, you didn't get to the root of the problem, and all you're doing is creating a powder keg. I want you to know that after 20 years of working with dogs professionally, 10,000 dogs, 300 seminars traveling the world, specializing in Stopping unwanted behaviors. I just say this because this is sort of what we do. We have never seen the powder keg excuse ever manifest.
1: A ticking time bomb, right? Is what they call it?
0: Oh, you're suppressing the dog. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
1: And every day I suppress my road rage. Yep.
0: And suppression is not bad. It's not a bad word. You didn't get to the root of the problem. I'll tell you, the root to the problem right now. Your dog is being a jerk. How's that? How's that for the root? Oh, your dog is nervous. Whatever. Your dog is afraid. Whatever. I'm not going to discount the fact that nervousness and fear can't be addressed. What I'm saying is you still have to stop the unwanted behavior and you stop it in the exact same way every time. I don't care if you're nervous or fearful. You can't bite my kid. So I will stop it. So you say no calmly and you apply your punisher. Now your no has value and you're teaching your dog an important lesson in life, the value of no. So now you can take that no and use it for all other unwanted behaviors as well. And now you'll have a dog that you'll be training what to do. Hopefully you're being very, very proactive on, you know, with our world six month old dogs are fully off leash trained on in invoice control. So we haven't gone down that journey yet. We've got a great online program called green to graduate. You don't have to buy it. You can go to our YouTube channel and watch free videos. You can keep jumping on this podcast and keep asking free questions. Yeah. It's a perfect example of someone that when they don't stop the behavior now or if they get the wrong information, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse.
1: Next. Ryan, hey, y'all. I just want to know if this is normal. We brought our dog to the vet and tuned him up, and his working level was around five six, no vocal. Come to pick him up, and his arousal is high. Mm-hmm. I walk him around, and now he's vocal at a 4, and mm-hmm. his working level drops to a 2.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 working, it's got nothing to do with the vet. It's called life. Mm-hmm. Working levels go up and down. Vocalization, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. These are numbers. If, you, if these are e collar technology or dog trick collars, these numbers are so freaking low. It's incredible that you're quoting. Don't worry about the number. What are you trying to communicate with the dog? If you're trying to de-arouse the dog, the bonker works the best. If the dog is exhibiting an unwanted behavior and you know how to apply a proper punisher, you do it whatever the number happens to be. Numbers go all over the place. We have dogs that work on 10 that could care less about 100 in certain situations. Next.
1: Brittany, they should try stopping an unwanted behavior or leash aggression with a cookie. It just doesn't work.
0: Well, I have yet to see any video of it working, and I would like to think of the probably $100,000 trainers out there that are screaming their cult-like Kool-Aid drinking methodology. By the way, we use food for training. We do food training. We do reward-based training. We do a ton of it, a huge amount of it, 95% and up of the dogs we work with. And we work with extremely dangerous dogs, badly behaved dogs, reactive dogs, but still 95% of the work we do is reward-based. Reward based training. So, but stopping unwanted behaviors with food, it's just, not, it's called redirection. And all that does is increase something. People have got to understand that by definition. Positive reinforcement training increases. Something. Using a punisher decreases something. But everyone's going to try to mumbo-jumbo word scramble you out of understanding things. And I'm going to make it simple. Teach a yes, teach a no. Next.
1: Training with Rish. Hey, y'all. Glad to catch you live. Hello.
0: Cool. Glad you're here.
1: Let's see. Dion probably got amped up after being around all the other smells and being felt up by the vet.
0: Of course. <clears throat> When the vet fills me up, I get rather excited and aroused.
1: Why does the vet fill you up? What? You go to the vet to get felt up?
0: The first time, the first time I saw the vet shove their finger up my, my dog's asshole, I said to myself, and then I looked at the bill, and I'm like, damn, I pay a lot more than that. So I've been going to the vet ever since.
1: C said, can I use a remote collar or a prong collar on a six-month-old pup?
0: Absolutely. Six-month-old dog could be fully off-leash trained and e-collar literate at six months old. Yep, we started We would start at four months old, and then we would have that dog fully literate on the tools. But again, we have a program called Green to Graduate. The reason why I'm plugging Green to Graduate is because <sighs> the Green to Graduate program could, could literally eliminate 90% of dog owners from going to dog trainers. You just don't need to. It shows you everything there. Angela, will you put the condiments in the fridge, buddy? Oh, right, the condiments. Okay, thank you. And your glasses are somewhere, correct? I put them in my hand. All right, just want to make just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it Next.
1: Julie Sarns, hi Jeff and Joelle, sending love from Nebraska.
0: Hey Julie, how are you?
1: Kane, I cannot get my Chihuahua mix to stop being so barky. I feel like I've tried everything. She's a year and a half. She keeps going after e-collar correction, after bonking, after leash pop. It's like she can't control it. Even when she tries to get it under control, it just comes out like burps. I can't crack the code.
0: Okay. Well, there are dogs that are challenging out there. Mm -hmm. All I can tell you is that our next-door neighbor has a Chihuahua mix. He's been barking for 10 years. Non-stop barking. Outside the house, inside the house. The day before Thanksgiving, I brought over a remote cower at their request. They asked me to help. The dog barked, said no, gave the dog a firm correction, hasn't barked since unless we want it to bark. We actually use that dog. You'll see that dog in some of our videos when we want the dog to bark. It, it, the dogs that were they were working as a distraction, but the dog has stopped barking. So how high of levels are your e-cowers? What brand of e-cower is it? Let me see your bonking. So if you want to do a one-on-one, I offer one-on-ones as well. Most likely, there's something missing. Also, I want to know the other information during the course of the day that you're giving the dog. Because a lot of people are giving mixed signals to their dogs. Next.
1: Kim, listening while shopping.
0: Awesome. Good.
1: Getting her Christmas shopping done. Nice. Kane, can me getting angry and physical with my dog for barking make her bark more?
0: Say one more time.
1: Can me getting angry and physical with my dog for barking make her bark more?
0: Well... Number one, why are you getting angry? Why are you getting angry? And as far as physical, the only physical thing I would think to stop barking would be a bonker. You know? And and I would I haven't and now a dog could bark at the correction. That's the dog saying, F you, I don't believe you. And then you just have to know how to work through that. Like there's an art to actually correcting dogs. There's an art to rewarding dogs. Mm-hmm. We work with dogs with no with no food drive, with no toy drive. With they could care less about working. Like we get the, everybody thinks that every dog will work for food, and I will say more than fifty percent of the dogs we get in, if not higher, they could care less about food. They can care less about food. So, you know, could it make it worse? You know, I mean, I mean, a lot of stuff. Can, a lot of stuff can make it worse. You know, but I, I don't know if if it will. The way I would do it is try. You're not going to ruin your dog everyone's afraid of ruining their dogs you're not going to ruin your dog next
1: c said i have the greener graduate and i've done a weekend workshop too but i wonder if this new pup 19 pound skinny little thing still use a remote or prong
0: absolutely yeah <clears throat> you get a, a 225 uh, prong and you get a, you get a micro educator or even a mini educator yeah yep absolutely but also it depends on your skill set it is, so I would take the Green to Graduate program from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Take it from start to finish. And then we also have a, a, something called Green to Graduate done with um, Done with you. It's, it's a um, coaching program that we're offering. So if you've already got Green to Graduate, you should have gotten an email from us with a special code. Um, and it's a coaching. It's a four-week coaching program to help you. So that way you don't have to do consults you just do the part of the coaching program next
1: ryan said got it thank you i'll just base it off his reactions and go from there
0: yeah he just had
1: that over arousal when he sees us Mm. and i try to minimize that and keep that arousal at a minimum in public
0: yeah i got it you can can role play that at home role play that at home like when you come home from work come in from outside you know coming the dogs coming out of the kennel first thing in the morning there's a lot of ways you can start um controlling you know arousal next
1: sam i'm sure that i'm missing something i've heard you encourage leaving leashes on dogs Mm. but other times talking about how leaving some collars on dogs is dangerous can you clarify for me please yeah
0: sam good question um i'm a big Mm. fan of the beginning parts of training just because a lot of people will always say you know i told my dog to do something and it ran away and i'm like well if you're in training mode you should have a leash on um ironically today i don't know if did you get those texts i sent you of angelo working odin or did they not come out?
1: They didn't come
0: through. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll airdrop them to you. Um, uh, uh, what we're doing, I, this is be funny because I don't think Apple has quite stopped the power of airdropping to, um, uh, with their new update, so I think I can still do that with you. Um, so as far as collars on the dog, if the dog is in a kennel, a collar could be dangerous because it could get caught on anything, something. When two dogs are playing, a collar on a dog could be dangerous because the mouth of the other dog during play can get underneath the collar. The dog also can like jump up on a fence and the collar can get hooked around a fence post and the dog strangles itself. Could happen. All these things could happen. But when you're working your dog off leash and you are there, it's always good to have a remote collar on your dog, especially if it's outside with no leash, so you can you don't miss a training opportunity. Um, Prong collar, I wouldn't have my dog running around my backyard with a prong collar on, um, nor would I have my dog in a crate with a a prong collar on unsupervised. Now, like in my seminars, dogs have equipment on because we're constantly working them. A lot of times at the training center, the dogs will have remote collars on in their crates because they make noise or also they're, they're remote collar literate. So, say they stand up when somebody comes in we can without any words have them lie down because because we've that's the training that we do so definitely in nighttime you want to limit um that's for sure
1: Uh, let's see skylar how do you limit your frustration when training i feel like you get irritated too quickly and want some tips to stay calm
0: well skylar Let me, you know.
1: I think Skylar is also pregnant. If this is Skylar, I'm thinking. Yeah. So,
0: so Skylar, it's called hormones. Yeah. You got to talk to talk to God about that one. All right. Um. How do I not get frustrated in life? How do I not get frustrated with everything? Um, I do a lot of personal growth. I work extremely hard on myself. Why do you think people are like, why do you get up so early? So I can work on myself through reading, meditating, manifesting, through listening to podcasts, to going to the gym, all before the sun comes up. I am not a negative person. I'm a positive person. I'm a solution-based person, not a problem based person. I don't like gossip. I don't like um, uh, 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 nonsense. I don't like chauvinism. I don't like um, negativity in my life. I am 56 years old. Um, I have been through hell and back more times than I would wish on anybody. I have been sober for over 30 years. I am recently divorced again. I um, have daily struggles that I deal with, just like everybody else. I um, don't share a lot of that because um, they're my struggles. They're my struggles. And everybody else has struggles. And I'm respectful of that um you can look at things as two ways if you're g- going to be stressed and if you're getting stressful you stop you stop what you're doing and then you also start playing games how am I going to not let this stress me out oh my god there's a traffic jam there's two cars the car to the left is getting pissed off in road rage. My car, I'm like, awesome. I get to listen to more audiobooks. It's just the way I look at life. Next.
1: Let's see. S. Jane, I need another funny story from training dogs still cracking up about the owners hauling ass out of the room and leaving you hanging with the hound dog. Haha, ha, you can't get paid enough for that.
0: So true. <laughs> um yeah, you could. It was paid very well actually. Um, but it made a good fucking story and it got you back this week. So um and maybe you'll eventually, you know, or maybe you already have bought something from us. So it, I monetize that. So um I mean I've got a ton of funny stories. I just got to I you put me on the spot. The first thing that came to my mind is
1: there's so many. The
0: first thing that came to my my, my mind is um I had to deliver a bulldog to Nantucket um, Island, which is off of Rhode Island. Um, and uh, you take those little prop airplanes out where you can see the pilot, you can see at the front window and it holds maybe six people. And um, literally they weigh you before you get on the plane and they want to know where you, they, they put, they put you in a seat that like, so they can balance the plane, how much fuel, how much Thank luggage you. and then the weight of the people and um, they don't let you tell them the way they actually weigh you. Um, and then uh, the dog that I, I had the dog on the right side of me. And they said, you have to move the dog to the left side of you. Um, that's not really that funny of a story. Um, I've delivered dogs to a lot of places. Let's see another funny story. Uh, I'll think of one or Joel will remind me of one. We've had a lot of funny stories There's at seminars. So
1: many funny yeah. ones. <laughs>
0: that's nothing, nothing i can think of right now maybe maybe as the show goes on maybe will I feel Like
1: it's always like ones when like dogs lunge at you and like i'm cracking up because i'm like jeff it's coming like you're at a seminar and you're talking mm. and i'm like jeff that dog's loading on you and then like literally i'll count down like jeff 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 and then it like goes for you and you're like thanks for the warning i have so the, many I of them one of the
0: benefits of growing up in the 80s with michael jackson is yeah. i still got those 80s disco moves so i'm able to
1: <laughs> like that one in north carolina climbed up your whole body <laughs> trying to bite your
0: face. remember that one photo out in austin with that humongous corso lunging in my face oh
1: my god yeah
0: you can put that up but you gotta crap out the human that was that was uh, i don't even think i have it anymore next
1: uh, 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 let's see said, I've been doing leash handling in the Green to Graduate, but in the video, the lab you use is very compliant. My new puppy is not like the dog in the video. I know. Mm-hmm.
0: So the dog that we use in the video is not like any of the dogs we get in. We need a casting call. Yeah. The reason is because we wanted to use an easier dog. We are actually taking auditions you have to be in Florida for a green to graduate too.
1: We need a hard ass dog.
0: We need a difficult dog. Not necessarily aggressive.
1: Just difficult.
0: Actually, we don't want aggressive, but difficult dog. Stubborn. A dog that is stubborn, not selective food listener, motivated. not food motivated, screams and yells and does crocodile rolls at anything that you ask it to do. That is why this, the green to graduate Coaching program, which Joel probably will put a link up at some point if she already hasn't. I did, but Um, we'll 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 go up and that will coach you through it. I encourage you to do it. We have an inner circle coming up in January. We can coach you through it. You actually, and all this involves you taking videos. All of this involves you know us and our time. Phones blowing up tonight, you know. So um, that's going to be like a one-on-one. But I agree with you. We purposely used an easy food drive dog just to show the potential, but we don't get a lot of those dogs in, but we're still able to use almost the same protocols with troubleshooting. We do a lot of troubleshooting. Any good dog trainer should be an excellent troubleshooter. Mm -hmm.
1: Next. Critter, sitter, pet service. Love you guys. Big hugs from Connecticut. Hello.
0: Connecticut. How are you doing?
1: Any snow yet?
0: No, it's probably cold.
1: Carrie, when starting green to graduate with my boy, he was very confused because he already knew how to do the basic cues. Should I just skip the cues he knows, or do I start from the beginning?
0: Start from the beginning. Start from the beginning because because if you ever need us to troubleshoot, we're we're speaking the same language.
1: L is for living six month old golden retriever puppy, sweet and smart. Hubby is soft with her and thinks I'm too strict, creates conflict and lack of consistency. Mm-hmm. She loves people and gets overly excited. What would you suggest?
0: Um, Here we go. I mean, do you want to stay with this guy? Quicky divorces. Um, all I know is this, that, that for some weird reason where we skew really high, with female listeners, female um, uh, uh, people active on our social media, and then female, actual physical clients, females at seminars. We're seeing a lot of, and this, of course, will come across as um, sexist and chauvinistic because I'm a male. Um, uh, We are seeing a lot of men becoming very, very weak. I cry, I get emotional, but I have not, I don't have a problem being firm when firm is needed. And I don't have a problem with being soft when soft is needed. And if hubby is just meeting his emotional needs through love and affection of the dog, that is going to backfire and create a mess for this dog and for your family. And it will create big arguments and fights and um it will not be a very good road for the next 11 years if hubby thinks you're being too firm i'd like to know what hubby does for work and what kind of job hubby has and what the responsibilities are and is hubby in a authoritative position with people underneath him and would he take lacks lack work from them or does he actually himself set high standards and have high standards of his staff? Is he physically fit? Does he eat healthy? Does he have discipline or does he want to just get through life easy? And if if he's listening, you can call me a fucking asshole if you want to, but this dog thing I've been doing for a long time and I've not seen it ever be very successful when everybody's not on board in the house.
1: Nope. Next. Sam, hi guys. How's the division with Angelo going?
0: Um, Great. It is going very well and um, we discovered um, on the iPhone this really cool function called the calculator and um, and uh, what we're doing is I'm giving him things that he's actually interested in. So he's doing research on Asian mythology these days. Um, He's doing things that he enjoys to write about and journal about. He's being more physically active with, um, with basketball. I'm um, he's not a big sports person. I, I other than doing competing in triathlons and playing soccer and wrestling when I was younger, but with him, I don't watch TV. I'm not a sports person. I don't watch football games, basketball games. You know, um, I don't watch I don't watch hockey. I don't watch sports. I mean, I'm bored with sports. They, they have no interest in me whatsoever. So I'm not like this great sports hardcore sports person. Um, but but I'm I the reason why I homeschool him is because I run with things he's interested in. Um, if I thought that he needed, um, multiple, uh, number long division more than he needed to know how to do storytelling, writing, reading, and researching, then I probably would put more pressure for him to do the division, but I'm not, that's how, that's how it's going.
1: Skylar said, thank you. I was working on place with a sheepadoodle and he kept breaking. I kept getting frustrated and upset. It's like I hit a red zone of my own and I can't think of other options or solutions to the problem. I was like this before pregnancy, but it's worse now. LOL.
0: So that's where personal growth comes in. And that's where you need to get, your, you get yourself centered. And also there's something called 100% responsibility. And the first thing I would say, Skylar, is, is it the student or is it the teacher? Next.
1: S. Jane, I'm definitely buying something. I didn't know you were in Florida, and I was planning on having my two dogs board and train up in Rhode Island because my rescue dog is dog reactive and will teach my other
0: one. So I have been trained at the training center for four to six years, and I've only been down here for nine months. So even if I was up there, I wouldn't be training your dog. Joelle was phased out over the last six months, knowing that she wouldn't be up there either. So the staff can handle your dogs. Mm-hmm. Like the, the center is still there, so the staff can handle your dogs, um, and the staff does an incredible job with the dogs. Next,
1: but in the meantime, oh, we have the <clears throat> green graduate and leash reactivity courses. All of them bundled, and you save like two hundred bucks yeah. if you want to try doing like DIY style. Right, right. But either way,
0: yeah.
1: Um, C said, "I love the idea of the new program, but I'm not made of money."
0: So C. Um, we're not made of money either. Um, uh, the thing is, is that we have so much free information though, that you can start going down the rabbit hole with, mm-hmm. um, we make these courses as, as affordable as possible. Um, I wish I could use that line to my mortgage company, but I can't. <laughs> um, and, uh, I think right now in 2022 the opportunity for multiple streams of revenue through side hustles is incredible. Um, So I'm here for you as much as I can for free, but I can only do so much. And once we start doing face to face, obviously there becomes a fee for that. Patreon, which is $10 a month on Patreon It's face-to-face, voice-to-voice every Tuesday. You also get 20% off all of our courses. So you get 20% off of all of our consults. So for $10 a month or $100.80 a year. Um, If you are an Instagram subscriber, and there's a link we was put up today in stories, it's $4.99 a month. And we'll be offering Q&As and live training on that. That gives you another opportunity to um, get more FaceTime with us and ask questions. So we've got free videos, 5,000 of them, free posts, 50,000 of them, free audio, 10,000 hours of them. These Q&A shows, which we have been doing for 13 years and we're sticking around, we're not going anywhere. $4.99, which gets you more personalized time with us. $10, Patreon, which gets you more personalized time with us. So, there is something within the one cup of coffee to two cup of coffee a week range next
1: amy doing green to graduate and getting ready to purchase a remote collar i have two dogs 50 60 pounds which one do you suggest
0: i would get the two dog the mini educator two dogs so they're calling that the 302 the
1: 302 Mm. next critter sitter pet service and leash obedience training damn no snow yet.
0: Put that on a tattoo. Still 50s here. Hope
1: well, you yeah. guys are doing well. Yeah,
0: I think New England's gonna have a rough one this year. No, seems pretty
1: mild for December. It's been
0: very mild, but I think it's a freaking
1: February always gets you. It's, it's
0: gonna. It's it's a big February. The worst. The tease. Mm-hmm. I remember many years where um where it was wow it was gonna be a great great easy winter and then bam and if it didn't snow it was just freaking single digits for Literally. two months.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Hell is for living. Hubby is way too strong with me and everyone else. Just soft with the dog. It is creating lots of problems. Thanks, yeah. Steph. I'm trying out I'm trying out train hubby, but sure would help if we could be aligned.
0: Well, if you want to do a counseling session with me, I offer those. Um and I'll be the I'll be the 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 uh, the a-hole. It is a um It's an interesting thing where When you say the hubby is too strong with you. Um, My understanding of marriage, which I'm no expert (laughs) on whatsoever, but I seem to be getting better um, as I get older and working on myself and then working on the concept of a relationship um, is there's this mutual thing. It's a team thing. It's a wanting to see your partner be successful thing. It's about driving pleasure from your partner's interests. It's about seeing your partner happy doing something, and then you are supporting of them doing that thing, even if you are not interested in that thing. But because it makes your partner happy, that's the part you're interested in. So, um, there's more to mirrors than that, obviously, but that's a start. Next.
1: It's got real deep cane. My dog gets really jealous when I put my foster dog on leash to take her out. Mm. My dog barks and acts like, why am I not coming? How can I get rid of this jealous behavior?
0: That's exactly what your dog's doing. Thank
1: you so much for all your expertise and free help. Y'all are the best.
0: Your dog's probably calling you names, too, just to let you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're right. So um, let's forget about that you're taking the dog out for the walk. And let's just shrink it down a little bit and just say, um, whenever I leave the house, my dog barks. Whenever I put on my shoes, my dog barks. Um, whenever I, you know, something like that. And um, you would say no and bonk the dog. You would say no and remote at the dog. You're going to hear that that will make things worse. I keep hearing this. I keep hearing all these, like, you're going to make things worse. You're going to shut down the dog. You're going to ruin the relationship. The dog will be like, and, I, and I, for some reason, in 20 years, of working with dogs, and I keep saying that because I want people to understand this is not a hobby. It's like we're working with serious dogs. It's not it's
1: and we're, my hobby. And we're and
0: we're, st- and we're st- at this point, it might be. Um, yeah, um, and it, it, all we're seeing is the dog behave, and things get better. Like that's all we're seeing is just great results. Next.
1: Skylar, it's me 100%. I know that I need to change my thinking. It's like I get stuck doing one thing and I can't take a step, step back to troubleshoot. I know I need to work on myself. I just don't know where to start, honestly.
0: Well, Skylar, you can start with jumping onto audiobooks, audible.com, typing in personal growth. There's a bunch of, depends on, um, there's a the male perspective and the female perspective on, on, on things, whoever you connect with better. Um, you can jump onto YouTube. And start listening to different. Um, start meditating. YouTube people it helps you, c- you with reactivity. You can start um, meditating. If you don't know how to meditate, you can get a semi meditation for dummies course. Um, there's a lot of beginning meditation stuff out there. The Calm
1: app is great. The
0: Calm app is very good. Also, um,
1: if you feel yourself getting frustrated in a session, just put the dog away. Put
0: the dog away. It's not worth it. Learn how to do breathing exercises as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Next. Um, see how do I do the Patreon? Are you no longer in Rhode Island at all and permanently in Florida or only in the winter?
0: Um, I've had property down here for a while in Florida. And then I decided to take a sabbatical after 20 years of just this dog training thing. It's been, uh, I started my first job at nine and I worked no less than 40 hours, even at nine years old up until, uh, I was still 56 cause I'll be 57 soon. Um, So that's a lot of years of 80 to 100-hour weeks. Um, I decided to do a remote work from Florida. And um, I took over one of the houses with Angelo and Joelle. And uh, I'm really enjoying it, I must say. I'm really enjoying the weather. I'm enjoying the um, political climate. I'm enjoying... um, a lot of things down here um i'm enjoying what it's doing for me um so i don't know I, I don't know what i'll be doing but i think um i will be down here for a while next
1: um see i posted the link to the patreon channel it's just patreon.com slash solid training yeah. for those who are listening um you can get exclusive content live zoom rooms with jeff discounts on all our courses are you still doing your guest um, podcast, with Thomas? So
0: yeah, I've got an email into Thomas, um, and also um, on our so we just started doing this week is our so just the wake the fuck up with Jeff show. Um, it's on uh, Monday through Friday at eight a.m. The Tuesday and the Thursday show I have moved it over to the only way you can see see the live show and ask questions as well as the replays is by being a Patreon member. Or a Instagram subscriber member. So, and if you start seeing ads with, um, ads, um, posts with the wake the fuck up show, um, thumbnail, but the word fuck I has covered up with like another word or something no, else. I just
1: told you today you can't put that up and then you put it up.
0: No, I covered it up.
1: No, I saw it again with just a little asterisk there.
0: Starting this afternoon, I covered it up. I'll show you the post I put oh, up this afternoon. Okay. I covered it up with the the the, the link and stories. Oh. And then I covered it up with uh, on the um, okay. on the post.
1: Hopefully we don't get flagged again. And, you
0: know, but I don't know if they can read through. Right. Do they, do they read through the text? I'm not sure what their, how their AI is. But on their AI, if it's doing it by the photo, they shouldn't see what's underneath that. Right. Because it's not text. It's photo. Mm-hmm. It's photo. Yeah.
1: text um, Skylar, so thank you both. I really appreciate both of you and your willingness to help. You're welcome.
0: It's always our pleasure, Skylar. That's why we do this. Like, this is the motivator <laughs> behind what we do. See, this is the thing that a lot of people, and I've been saying this for, I mean, on the radio or, or podcasting for 13 years, is I love people, um, and dogs are a Trojan horse for me. Don't, that doesn't mean I don't like dogs and I don't like, like love dogs or I don't like rehabbing dogs, but I love people so much that, that how can I make people's lives better? Well, by helping them with their dogs. Next.
1: S Jane. I have no doubt your facility up in Rhode Island can handle my two pups. I'm new here. Mm. I had no idea you weren't training like that. So I've only watched your past videos and love the training style.
0: Yeah. Well, the, 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 the training style is the same up there with or without me. And, um, we do, one boarding train dog at a time down here in Florida. Um, but we only, we don't deal with extremely difficult dogs. Um, we don't deal with, because we're not set up for that, um, um, right now. Um, but, uh, I still make training videos. I make a lot of training videos. That's really what I mean. I spend a lot of time making training videos right now. Next.
1: Alice for living for a leash around the house. What length do you recommend?
0: Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I think a five or six foot leash or a four foot leash, and just you probably want to clip off the end which has the loop just in case it gets stuck on something. Hey, Ange, buddy. I don't think I can hear you. Will you, turn on the, will you turn on the lights, the outside lights? Thanks. Next.
1: Kane, what can I say to my girlfriend that despises the idea of bonking? My dog responds so much better to it than she does to the remote caller, but it upsets my girlfriend a lot anytime I do
0: it. Yeah. Well, no, the outside one, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, okay, I see. Um, I understand why it upsets um, your girlfriend because it makes the dog probably look like it's you know it's afraid right after the bonk. If you're saying no unemotionally, just saying no is a marker word, and then bonking to either stop a bad behavior that's about to happen or to stop a behavior that's in action. It's being used appropriately. Ironically you're the remote cower. It doesn't sound like she has a problem with that. Um, I would ask her, why does she feel, why does she get upset? Does she feel that you're hurting the dog? Did she come from an abusive relationship? Did she have an abusive parent? Um, is she, is she equating that with abuse? Is it triggering? Um, to see that um i would i would i would work it through and understand the the relevance of why you're doing it and it's getting results and then reverse engineer so i would say where where do we want to go with this dog okay what's the final goal and how are we going to get there and in order to get there we need to train um what we want and stop what we don't want And the most efficient way to stop what we don't want is through these different types of, you know, punitive actions. All of them should be unemotional. All of them should be quick and effective and have meaning to the dog. And what you're doing is you're making the word no extremely powerful. And this will allow you and your girlfriend and your dog, and if you've got children, um, or now or eventually, um, to... Live a really cool life with your dog. Going lots of places. Next.
1: Harry, love this podcast. Always so honest with not only dog training, but life in general. More people need to be this transparent. Thanks, Jeff and Joelle.
0: Harry, thank you. Um, uh, It it is, um, I'm honest to a, I don't like to say to a fault, but um, I think it's one of the, like, my father's 93. I just saw him. And I'm going to probably go see, see him out in the spring as well. And uh, I was just thinking about my dad and, and uh, the way I was raised. And um, he also was not a sports person. Like, a lot of people go, you know, to, to, to sports, you know, things with their dad and stuff. I went to work with him. It was a 45-minute drive to work. And uh, he was back into. He was in a personal growth back then. Um, this goes back 48 years ago. Um, so probably even before that, but I didn't start going to work with them until I was nine. Um, and, uh, I remember the, 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 uh, cassette tapes used to play, um, on the way to work. And, uh, one of the things that was instilled in me was, um, honesty. And, uh, to this day, um, it runs through my, through my veins. So thank you
1: bonita i'm going to get the e-collar i'm thinking of one for two dogs and that is waterproof are, there are so many which one do you recommend yeah
0: so if you're bonita if you're getting the um if you're getting the uh e-collar technology the two dogs so you want to get the mini educator 302 the neck pieces are fully waterproof i believe to 30 meters so if your dog is down at 30 meters that's intense Pretty I, I imagine it's because if it ever falls off the dog and then falls it's still usable and the actual handset is actually floatable which is really cool so for all the boaters or people that are out by the ocean that dip and it drops something it's like, wouldn't it be cool if iphones were floatable mm-hmm. but you can get a floatable case for it you know what waterproof like when we go jet skiing we've got you know cases for them next
1: donald Jeff and Joelle, this may be a dumb question, but how many dogs is too many? I have four, and they are well-behaved and trained. Compliments all the time. I was thinking about adding another to the pack.
0: You know, Donald, that's, that's a, it's a really personal question. Um, some people will say four is too many. Mm-hmm. Some people say more than one is too many. Um, I own 12 at one time. I would not encourage you to do that. Um, I think if you've got a four-dog well-oiled machine, and at one time – We had five dogs together and we ran those dogs like a well-oiled machine. Everybody go to bed. Everybody go to place. Everybody heal. Everybody run and have a good time. Everybody come back. Everybody load up in the truck. No nonsense, no fights. and, And these are all power breed dogs, high drive dogs. If you've got a good control over that, get yourself another dog. There's a lot of great dogs out there, whether you decide to purchase one from a breeder, purchase one from a shelter.
1: Mm-hmm. There,
0: there's, there's, there, are, there are good dogs out there. I don't know what your dog of choice is, but, but there's a lot of great dogs that probably would love to be part of your family. Next.
1: David, afternoon, y'all. Jeff, after your podcast this morning, I checked out some of the videos, and I see what you're talking about with his style of training. He's some very well-trained dogs, and in such a short, I'm assuming, amount, amount of, of time. Yeah.
0: David, you know... Thank you. I'm glad you checked it out. Um, he gets probably a ton of shit. And I've read some of the comments and the amount of lies that are being told. It It, it is incredible. It's it's no different than...
1: Hold well, He says he makes a huge difference in these dogs that nobody would want to mess with. I yeah. guess his outfit turned me off.
0: So um, it's funny because I've gotten a lot of hate um in my life um number one i'm jewish so even before dog training um since childhood i've been in data with anti-semitism um i still get it to this day um people assume because i've got long hair i'm some pot smoking hippie (laughs) and and little do they know that i'm the complete opposite of that I'm actually a very conservative person um, and I am actually been sober for over 30 years and I don't touch drugs or alcohol um, and um, I go by one pronoun um, so uh, which is the one that I was born with so I think that um, I can see why where was I going with this so sometimes people can't even like they've run out of hate. So they would make fun of my purple lavender Crocs. You know, they'd be like this, 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 this. This this."
1: this is a good point though. He said, I guess I was turned off by his his outfit. That's right. And sometimes it is your own thing. Preconceived You're projecting because of something you don't like and it might not even have to do with the person. Right. So that's just how quick we are to make judgments on people. It is
0: so glad I'm, David, I'm glad, number one, you came back on the show and I'm glad you put it out there for the world to, 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 to see. And I think it's a good message. And I, that, and I, and I live by that about not passing judgment. And I, and I listen to so much, um, this, I, I started a great interview today at the gym. A lot of people listen to like, it's weird what people listen to at the gym, but I started this morning, actually before I went to the gym, I had it queued up and I started watching it. And then i was like, Oh man, this is good gym stuff. Uh, Jordan Peterson, um, Benjamin uh, Netanyahu. She um, should know his name. He's the Prime Minister of uh, Israel. Um, it's a over two-hour-long uh, um, interview, and and uh, uh, I love educating myself on, on, especially on worldly affairs. And um, it's uh, uh, I like Jordan Peterson a lot, and um, who's another person that's been soundbited uh, uh, <laughs> to, to 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 with all the lies next.
1: Kane, she thinks I have control issues and that I'm abusive. She would rather have our dog bark and be reactive than make the dog Scared and yelp. I struggle telling her that it will work as it takes reps
0: So, um, you've got control issues. I mean, maybe you do I don't know and that you're abusive. I mean You know uh, How about this if the dog was if every time she stood up and the dog nipped her ankle and you said no and you bonked the dog, would she have a problem with that? And if she says yes, then I then I start to wonder. So you're being abusive, Kane, but the dog is biting her. To me, number one, you're being a good protector and advocating for your girlfriend, not that she can't take care of herself, but, um, but you're also probably saving that dog's life. So that's definitely worthy of a discussion, you know, do a one-on-one with me. I'll walk, I'll walk you both through it. Next.
1: David said, didn't realize I was one of those people until today.
0: You know, David um, kudos to you and I think we the great thing about, um, it's really really great when you go down the journey of personal growth and uh, I've been doing a lot of it.
1: Um, if no one's read the book The Judgment Detox by Gabby <laughs> right. Bernstein
0: right.
1: <laughs> it makes you very self-aware so,
0: so actually Skylar Gabby, Gabby Bernstein could be good for you yeah, Yeah.
1: she was like my guru at first. Yeah,
0: she could be really good for you. Um, I, I think that um, being self-aware it's never too late, and I think um, owning it as you are, hundred percent responsibility,
1: mm-hmm. it's huge. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, and I, that's not my taste of clothing, but who cares? And that's one of the things that is big with the military. Is there's a reason why everybody gets the same haircut, has the same uniform? They want that uniformity. There's a reason why um, I actually am a huge advocate of um, uh, uh, uniforms for school, from kindergarten all the way up through twelfth grade. Really? Yeah, yeah. I believe I believe that um, children have a hard enough time as it is. With, sure. I
1: mean, definitely would make things easier with bullying uh, mm-hmm.
0: and with fashion. And I believe that um, kids are teased true. by their clothing choices. That's true. And it takes away, I think, from some of the learning. And I think schools are made for learning education. And I think that um, by having everybody dressed the same, number one, it also teaches children consistency.
1: Yeah, it takes away the, the cool classes. And also... We wear Abercrombie and you wear right. Walmart. But
0: you can also... Um, um, but you also can then just also stress the importance of having a ne- neat appearance. Yeah. Even though you're all wearing the same uniform,
1: mm. you know, that's true. Never thought about it like that. Yeah.
0: Been a bit, I, when I, when I was, believe it or not, I was <laughs> in the city of Providence. I was actually on, um,
1: I got bullied a lot. Cause I always wore boy clothes. Yeah.
0: On the, on, I was there a you go. Tomboy. I, I, I was on the school board and, um, um, and, uh, I've been thinking about that a lot lately, even though I homeschool, but I don't have to worry about it as much in Florida at all. But I would encourage all parents to um, find, make sure you know what your children are being taught in school. All right? And,
1: uh, um, hold on. We got one more Okay. if you want me to read it. Sure. Sam said, Jeff, is there any formal organization of balanced trainers fighting against the woke agenda and woke laws against effective tools?
0: Sam... <laughs> My first question always is, why are these manufacturers who are getting nice profits from tools, the selling of tools, why are they not fighting harder? And why is it that trainers are being forced to be at the front lines? there used to be an organization that was fighting but wokeness has crawled through their cracks and destroyed their foundation so i think it's a bunch of individuals standing up owners which is what I would like to see is owners stand up or else you just have a bunch of dog trainers fighting. But when you get a dog that is on death's door because of its behavior and you have an owner go, I've done the medication, I've done the training classes, I've gone through multiple trainers, I did the behaviorist and nothing worked. And then I literally found this video that transformed um, one of my dog's behaviors. And then I went down the rabbit hole and I found, like, I can actually train my dog on my own, and it was using the utilization of just these tools, which are communication devices, I'm blown away. And they need to share their story, and then more people need to share their story until there is a huge contingency of people out there. When, 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 when COVID had those um, archaic government-mandated Um, lockdowns, there was uh, a shortage of 100,000 prong collars that were on back order to come into the U.S. And that was just one shipment. That was one shipment because the factory in Germany closed down for a month, I believe. That was just one shipment. That's a lot of freaking prong collars and they're not just sitting on shelves getting dusty. Um, So we've got that. I believe in the UK, there's a couple hundred thousand people using shock collars, remote collars, and boy, they hate them over there. In the US, I imagine everybody with a hunt dog uses them. Farmers use them. Pet dog owners use them. So I don't know what the numbers are, but I'm sure we can, if we got a hold of Spark dog, Garmin... Eco technology and Dogtra, the four big companies. Just ask them how many units a year they sell. And I wouldn't be surprised if we were in the 50 million and up, possibly. Maybe not, but maybe in circulation. Definitely 100 million. Because they can last for a while. But No. There's nobody that I that I know of to recommend. There's a couple organizations out there, but they're they're not what they say they are. Um, see, Diana, I'm divorced. Okay, so all right, um, we've got an hour. 57 minute break here and then we go on to our inner circle
1: yep last one our inner... isn't, it isn't it tomorrow night
0: no your, po- your podcast is tomorrow night buddy yeah and
1: then 7 o'clock
0: mm, no, no 7 o'clock tonight that's why we do it 5 o'clock now what are you going to do your podcast on A...
1: most likely Egyptian mythology most likely Egyptian mythology which I'm really excited for because that's definitely my favorite mythology
0: Sweet. sweet nice you're gonna take questions from from people too
1: mm-hmm. and you if you want to interview me
0: okay i'll do that
1: i'll ask some questions okay awesome if if you're gonna be here at five o'clock oh yeah i have a client mm. i'll make the second half of it most likely okay, okay. awesome sorry guys but you but tomorrow Joel will not be here for the first half of my podcast. Sorry, guys.
0: Today the country is in mourning, Angela. The <clears> country, <throat> country is in mourning.
1: <laughs> wow, he's getting violent. I got it from you. He's watching me too much.
0: He <laughs> got it from you.
1: Exactly. <laughs> is why I don't have kids.
0: Uh,
1: my kids uh, don't know how to fight.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Take care. Mally, in love with you. Bye.
1: Bye.